and salutations, people of God. I hope you are having a great week. Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. Our current series is called Studying the End of Times, and today's episode is entitled What is Coming Next? Last week, we listed a few end-time prophecies that have been fulfilled, and I ended that episode letting you know that the next prophecy that will be fulfilled is found in Ezekiel 38. Go with me to Ezekiel 38, and we are going to start on verse 1. The word of the Lord came to me, Son of man, set your face against Gog of the land of Magog, the chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. Prophesy against him and say, This is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against you, Gog, chief prince. I will turn you around, put hooks in your jaws, and bring you out with the whole army. Your horses your horsemen fully armed in a great horde with large and small shields, all of them branching their swords. Okay, many times I've been told that this is one of the chapters that most people, when they read the Bible, jump or just read through it as fast as possible because it is difficult to understand. Therefore, I will try to bring as much clarity as I can in this short podcast. Let me start by saying that Magog, the name of the land Ezekiel describes, comes from Magog, a grandson of Noah, mentioned in Genesis 10:2. His descendants settled in what are now some areas of Europe and Northern Asia. The people of Magog were skilled warriors. Gog of Magog, as Ezekiel calls him, is the leader of people of war. Based on what Ezekiel says, this person will be the leader of Russia. This Russian dictator, according to the verses that we just read, will join forces with many nations and will come against Israel. Now, let's continue reading Ezekiel 38. Go with me to verse 8. After many days, you will be called to arms. In future years, you will invade a land that has recovered from war, whose people were gathered from many nations to the mountains of Israel, which had no longer been desolate. They have been brought out from the nations, and now all of them live in safety. You and all your troops and many nations with you will go up, advancing like a storm. You will be like a cloud covering the land. What is currently going on between Russia and Ukraine and the fact that the current Russian leader has committed atrocities is making many people think that he is Gog, the man Ezekiel speaks about. I think it is possible that he might be, but it is also possible that it is one of his successors. The only thing we know for sure about Gog is that he will come from Russia and that he will join forces with many nations to come against Israel. What is also possible is that this attack the Bible speaks about in Ezekiel 38 might take place in a not so distant future because the present Israel fits the description of Israel Ezekiel gives us for the battle of Ezekiel 38. Let's go back now to Ezekiel 38 and we're going to start reading verse 10. It says, This is what the sovereign Lord says, On that day thoughts will come into your mind and you will devise an evil scheme. You will say, I will invade a land of unwalled villages. 
I will attack a peaceful and unsuspected people, all of them living without walls and without gates and bars. I will plunder and loot and turn hand against the resettled ruins and the people gathered from the nations, rich in livestock and goods, living at the center of the land. In recent years, Israel found gas and oil in their land. Let me read to you part of an article from the Jerusalem Post dated February 27 of this year. It says, Israel could make moves to position itself as a central gas exporter in the Middle East, as tensions surrounding the war in Ukraine had led to discussions about alternatives to Russia's gas exports. While it is already supplying gas to Jordan and Egypt, if the right steps are taken, Israel has the potential to become a natural gas source for Europe as well. So Israel right now comes with a lot of resources, resources that can be plundered. In the near future, Russia and its allies will want to come and, like the Bible says, plunder Israel goods and they will rise against it. Ezekiel 38:14 through 16 says, Therefore, son of man, prophesy and say to Gog, This is what the sovereign Lord says, In that day when my people Israel are living in safety, will you not take notice of it? You will come from your place in the far north, you and many nations with you, all of them riding on horses, a great horde, a mighty army. You will advance against my people Israel like a cloud that covers the land in the days to come. Gog, I will bring you against my land so that the nations may know me when I am proved holy through you before their eyes. Because of these verses is that we know that Magog is Russia. The Bible says that Gog will come from the far north. The only country that that can be is Russia. When Russia comes against Israel, God himself will fight for them. Let me read to you the following verses, which are Ezekiel 38, 19-21. This is what will happen in that day when Gog attacks the land of Israel. My hot anger will be aroused, declares the sovereign Lord. In my zeal and fury, I declare that at that time there shall be a great earthquake in the land of Israel, the fish in the sea, the birds in the sky, the beasts of the fields, every creature that moves along the ground and all the people on the face of the earth will tremble at my presence. The mountains will be overturned, the cliffs will crumble and every wall will fall to the ground. I will summon a sword against Gog on all my mountains, declares the sovereign Lord. Every man's sword will be against his brothers. Did you guys get that? Basically, in one day, the entire world will see God's power protecting Israel. A great earthquake will put an end to the battle. And as if that wasn't enough, God will also confuse all those armies and they will fight against each other. If you keep reading Ezekiel, if you keep reading Ezekiel, the Bible tells us that it will take seven months to bury all those bodies that will be on the land of Israel and seven years to destroy all their weapons. I believe that this is the only major event that we are waiting for before the rapture, which, as things are at this moment, can be at any time. Now, I cannot talk about Gog and Magog without addressing a few points that sometimes bring confusion to the church about this battle. 
the confusion resides in the fact that the Battle of Gog and Magog appear in the Bible in two different books. The first one is in Ezekiel 38 and 39, which we just read. And the second one in Revelation 20, verse 7 and 8. Some people think that these are the same battles, but I don't think so. Let's go to Revelation 20, and I am going to read verse 7 to 10. When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison and will go out to deceive the nations in the four corners of the earth, Gog and Magog, and to gather them for battle. In number, they are like the sand of the seashore. They marched across the breadth of the earth and surrounded the camp of God's people, the city he loves. But fire came down from heaven and devoured them, and the devil who deceived them was thrown into the lake of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had been thrown. They will be tormented day and night forever and ever. These two battles use the same names, but they are not the same events. In Ezekiel's prophecy, Gog will be the leader of a great army that attacks the land of Israel before the tribulation. The battle in Revelation happens after the millennium, more than a thousand years after the tribulation. Besides that, in Ezekiel's battle, they will spend seven years destroying weapons, which cannot happen in the battle of Revelation, because right after that battle, Satan is thrown in the lake of fire, and the judgment before the throne of God takes place, which does not happen after the battle in Ezekiel. Another difference between these two battles is that in the battle of Ezekiel, the armies that come from the north involve just a few nations. The battle of Revelation involves all the nations of the world. I think that John in the book of Revelation uses the same names of Gog and Magog because both battles show the same rebellion against God, but I believe they are two separate events. Now, what does that mean for us, the children of God? Why is this battle important for us today? Well, if the battle of Ezekiel 38 happens before the tribulation, like I believe it will, it will usher in the rapture of the church in the start of the tribulation. This will be disastrous for the unsaved world, but it is good news for us. Some of you might say, why is that good news? It is good news because there is the possibility that we get to see this prophecy come to pass in our lifetime, which means that we will get to see Jesus soon. And I do not know about you, but I personally am looking forward to seeing my Jesus face to face. The sooner, the better. For now, what do we do with what we just learned? Why is it important for the body of Christ to know the prophecies of the end time? End time prophecies are important not only to satisfy our curiosity, but because they help us. They inspire us to preach the gospel to the people around us that do not know the Lord and help us maintain our faith in Christ strong. Besides that, if Jesus told us so much about the end of times, it mattered to him that we know about it. God is a God of light and he wants to keep his children in the known. If we can see where we are in God's calendar, that helps us not to lose hope regarding the state of the world. His second coming will be soon. Let us make sure that we are ready for it. 
In the next podcast, we will describe in details what will happen during the rapture, and we will start talking about the tribulation and the judgments of God during the tribulation and the great tribulation. If this podcast has blessed you, pray about supporting our ministry financially. Every donation is tax deductible in the United States, and every donation blesses all four of the ministries that we support. Also, please support us by sharing our podcast with your friends and family. For more information about our ministry, please visit our website, globalgraceministries.com. Be blessed.